Welcome to the audio podcast of Dwell in the Word from First Reformed Church in Edgerton, Minnesota. Bible readings and devotional commentary to help you grow in faith by dwelling in God's Holy Word. Welcome to Dwell in the Word. Today is June 11th, and we begin on this Friday with a prayer from Hughes Oliphant Old. Let us pray. Blessed be the Lord, the great God, the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Blessed you are, O God most pure, pure in holy light, the pure source of everything right. Purify us, O fountain of life, wellspring of wisdom, word of God from the beginning. Guard us by your word, the fortress of truth, the two-edged sword. Through Jesus Christ we pray. Amen. Okay, we're continuing through Mark chapter 14. Today we're going to start with verse 26, and then we will go all the way down to verse 42. Hear the word of the Lord. And when they had sung a hymn, they went out to the Mount of Olives. And Jesus said to them, You will all fall away, for it is written, I will strike the shepherd and the sheep will be scattered. But after I am raised up, I will go before you to Galilee. Peter said to him, Even though they all fall away, I will not. And Jesus said to him, Truly I tell you, this very night, before the rooster crows twice, you will deny me three times. But he said emphatically, If I must die with you, I will not deny you. And they all said the same. And they went to a place called Gethsemane. And he said to his disciples, Sit here while I pray. And he took with him Peter and James and John, and began to be greatly distressed and troubled. And he said to them, My soul is very sorrowful, even to death. Remain here and watch. And going a little farther, he fell on the ground and prayed that, if it were possible, the hour might pass from him. And he said, Abba, Father, all things are possible for you. Remove this cup from me, yet not what I will, but what you will. And he came and found them sleeping, and he said to Peter, Simon, are you asleep? Could you not watch one hour? Watch and pray that you may not enter into temptation. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. And again he went away and prayed, saying the same words. And again he came and found them sleeping, for their eyes were very heavy, and they did not know what to answer him. And he came the third time and said to them, Are you still sleeping and taking your rest? It is enough. The hour has come. The Son of Man is betrayed into the hands of sinners. Rise, let us be going. See, my betrayer is at hand. As we progress through Mark, we keep getting to stories that we know, don't we? And it's interesting the way that Mark tells this story. Because it starts out with them singing a hymn, everything seems fine. Yes, Jesus has talked about the betrayal and he instituted the Lord's Supper, but everything seems to be pretty good. They're, they're walking around freely, they're, they're singing, they're not in hiding or anything. Well, Jesus is going to let them know that uh, it's time. Uh, this betrayal that he's been talking about, this suffering that he has been anticipating is now upon them. And so Jesus says to them, hey, you're going to all fall away. You know, you're all going to do it. But they are like, no, Uh, Peter starts and he says, there's, there's no way. And so we have the disciple who, who comes across as the most loyal, the most adamant about being faithful to Jesus. And he starts by saying, no, I, I will not fall away. But Jesus says, Hey, you're going to betray me. You're not just going to betray me once. You're going to betray me three times. You're going to truly betray me. And, but, but Peter continues If I must die with you, I will not deny you. And then here is an interesting point. 
And they all said the same, every last one of them. We see Peter's part of the story and we see his emphatic denial that he'll betray Jesus. But every one of them says it, every last one of the disciples. But then the story continues and we keep on seeing a foreshadowing of what is going to happen with the disciples and how they're going to betray him. And so he went to Gethsemane, uh, asked the disciples to pray, but he took Peter, James, and John. These are supposed to be the three most loyal guys to him. And they're there. And they're asked to pray. They're asked to remain with him. Jesus is clearly filled with sorrow. It says he's distressed and troubled. And they couldn't even remain faithful to pray for him and remain awake with him as he was going through this difficult process. And so what we're seeing here in the way Mark is telling the story is Peter says he's going to be faithful. Everybody agrees. And then we have the, the three in the inner circle, Peter, James, and John. We see them. They, they can't do it. Peter is there. It's a foreshadowing of what is going to happen. And so Jesus says to Simon, it says to Peter, are you asleep? Could you not watch one hour? The idea is, is if you can't, couldn't stay awake one hour with me in the midst of my, of my distress over this, how are you going to stand when I am truly suffering uh, at the hands of the Romans? And so Jesus says, watch and pray that we not enter into temptation. And then there's this famous statement, the spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. How true. How true. We have this desire within us to be faithful. Yeah, I'm going to stand with you. I'm going to do this. We, we feel this desire, but the flesh is weak. And not just in the fact that we get tired, but that we have desires that lead us away from Christ. We want what we want. We desire what we think is best for us. And so Jesus is showing us here that the betrayal of the disciples keeps on um, multiplying because we have them saying they're not going to, and then we have the three who can't stay awake. And eventually, we know the story, we're going to get to Peter and his betrayal three times. He couldn't even remain faithful this one evening. And so we come to the end of the story, and we see where the story is going. And we know it's going here. This is where the story has been leading us. Jesus has been talking about his betrayal. He's been talking about his suffering. And the disciples just don't get it. They just don't get it. And so Jesus comes down one last time and he says, the son of man is betrayed into the hand of sinners. Rise, let us be going. See, my betrayer is at hand. The disciples haven't been getting it, but now they're going to see it firsthand. They're going to see this betrayal by one of them. And then it's going to amplify, not with a betrayal, but a denial. Being afraid to confess Jesus, being afraid to be associated with him. And so we see where the story is going. We, we know where the story is going, but it's just a wonderful thing to see the way Mark is telling it. Because as we think about how this applies to us, you know, I think each and every one of us would have been like the disciples. We would have been like the disciples. No way, Jesus. There's no way we would betray you. And then we would have been honored to be with the inner circle if we were Peter, James, or John, right? Yeah, Jesus, we can, we can stay and pray. But as, as the night wore on and as the difficulty came in, we know what happens. We know what happens with us. We fail to be faithful like we are called to be faithful. And so what this is showing us and the reminder for us today is how desperately we need the faithfulness of Jesus for us. 
Because we are not going to do this on our own. Even if the spirit is willing, the flesh is weak. We need a Savior who will suffer and die for us, who will go. Even though Jesus was praying that this cup would be taken from him, even though he is afraid and distressed, he is going. He is getting up and he is going. He is going to that cross for you and I. So this story is a beautiful reminder for us of how desperately we need Christ. And so when we fail, when we betray our commitment to Christ, when we deny him, may we remember that he did not deny the cross. He went to it for us. And there is forgiveness and there is grace. And so may we, when we remember that grace, be built up in faith. May we turn in repentance and desire to be faithful to him going forward. Let us go to prayer. Loving God, we come before you in prayer today trusting that you hear us. Not because of anything that we have done, because we are unfaithful. We deny you, but you are faithful to us. And we know that Jesus is right now continuing to be faithful to us, interceding on our behalf at the Father's right hand. We praise you for this wondrous gift and ask that you would embolden us today with the truth that we have a great high priest as our mediator at the right hand of the Father. Today we pray for your continued work in our lives. We trust that by your word and spirit you will be at work in us today. We pray that your law would convict us of our sin and that it would drive us to repentance. And we humbly ask that the Spirit would comfort us with the sure promise of the gospel, that we might find great joy in your salvation. All this we pray to the end goal, that we would be sanctified, that we would be made holy, and that you would continue to conform us to the image of Jesus Christ. Give us a desire to seek that which is good, right, and holy, that we might bring glory to your most righteous name. As your people, we put our hope in you alone, for you are our salvation. And we desire to serve you in all that we do. Motivate us through your word and spirit to live in gratitude for what Jesus has done for us. Help us to show this in our words and in our deeds today. We pray this in the name of Jesus. Amen. All right. Have yourself an excellent Friday and a good weekend. Take care. Thank you for listening to Dwell in the Word. You can find more information about First Reformed Church at our website, edgertonfrc.org. Dwell in the Word episodes are available weekdays on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. You can also watch the video versions of these devotions at our Facebook page and YouTube channel.